your body is so intelligent and knows what minerals you need. It knows the information in this water that your body resonates with. There's a resonance happening in there. So when you're drinking the water, let's not just gulp it down. Put it in your mouth, feel it, taste it, yeah. experience it. Let your body tell you how it feels. Hey, it's Emily here. You know that uniqueness you have? I call it the it factor. We all have it, but some of us either really need to identify it or start to empower it. This show is all about giving you the lessons, tools, and principles I've learned after building a nine-figure sales organization, training leaders around the globe, and working alongside of some of the most influential people in this world. So now it's time to de-plug from your outside world and plug into your new world here. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. I am here with wellness advocate, scientist, superstar, Tracy Dews. You are going to be so inspired by this woman. Now, there's people that are into health, but then there's people that really know, K-N-O-W, know health. And this woman is one of those for sure. So Tracy, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to hang out with you. I'm so excited to hang out with you. I knew from the moment I met you, we were on a boat with tons <laughs> of entrepreneurs and you have the most beautiful energy. Aww. And I heard from our good friend, Ken, he was like, you need to meet Tracy. Like she is a superstar. She is powerful, but she has the biggest heart ever. And so I started following you on Instagram. And then the more I followed you, the more I was intrigued. And I'm like, <laughs> I must have you here on the show. So thank you for being here. Well, that means a lot coming from you. I mean, you're the superstar. So yeah, you feel like, you know, you mirror what you are. So yeah, so good. That's beautiful. Well, tell us all about, you have a podcast, Hydrate, a book, Hydrate. Yes. You are the hydration queen. Yes. And and I am selfishly so excited for this episode <laughs> because through watching you, I'm realizing, oh my gosh, number one, I need to be more hydrated, but even just getting educated about health on another level. Yeah. Where did this all begin for you? Gosh, well, I could take it back to, I think we are all born with an innate purpose and a knowing of who we are inside. And so ever since I was a little girl, I've had this compassionate heart for people that are suffering or in pain. And it just, to me, it didn't feel okay. It was like, I have to do something about this. But you know, when you're young and you don't have the experience, you don't know what that is yet. Yeah. But I just remember being in the kitchen with my mom and she'd be baking cookies. And I would think, oh, how can we take the sugar out of this and replace it with honey or you know, it was just like my brain was always working that way, even when I was really young. Wow. And I started to have some health struggles when I was little. I grew up in a place called Salinas, California, and it was okay. called the salad bowl capital of the world. Okay. And around our house was strawberry fields and lettuce fields, and we were crop dusted over all the time. And I really believe that it affected my health my liver probably because I had a lot of headaches and felt nauseous. And I would just look at my friends and I would always think, how come I don't feel like I have a lot of energy? Uh -huh. And so we can all be in the same environment, but our methylation pathways make a big difference right. in how our body processes things. And if we're overloaded with toxins, as opposed to someone who could have been in the same environment as mm -hmm. me, but didn't experience that. Right. So I experienced just feeling really toxic and overloaded, but I didn't know what that was. And it wasn't until I started to uncover that. But when I was 15, I had the opportunity to uh, graduate high school in one year and start college. And my passion was that I wanted to go to other countries and work with in, in peds, with, with pediatric young children that wow. were suffering. And so luckily my dad's a pastor and I got to go on mission trip. Uh, he would send me on these mission trips with different uh, doctors from around the world and in indigenous villages. And I got mm. to shadow them. Wow. Oh my gosh. Wait, okay. Hold on. You went to college when you were 15? When I was 15, my dad had to <laughs> drop me off at school 
and everyone would laugh at me because they were like, your dad comes pick you up and take you to school. And yeah, but I was just, I don't know what it is. Like we all have these things inside of us, yeah. but I remember also it was like 12 to 18 units wasn't enough. I needed to take 21 and I wanted all hardcore science. Mm. And I, I remember I had to walk into the Dean's office and have him sign off for me that I could take that many units. Cause usually as a freshman, you're not yeah. supposed to, cause it's a heavy load. Right. Right. Wow. So what made you turn then to like holistic wellness? That's a great question. So I think just those trips that I went on were really beneficial because I was doing all the allopathic Western medicine route of, you know, helping the doctor in surgery and giving vaccinations and just all of that path. And I came home and I thought, gosh, I, I just love helping people. But something about that didn't resonate with mm. me specifically. And I got discouraged and I thought, well, maybe this isn't me. Maybe I need to um, go into something else. And at that time, I was at this point, I was 17 and a half now and I was making money through modeling. So I thought, gosh, you know, maybe I'll start a modeling agency. <laughs> so I started a modeling agency then and I got into modeling and wow. business and and just kind of got away from that path. But when I was 24, I had my daughter, Grace, or I got pregnant for her. And that's when everything turned for me. I, during my pregnancy, I was so thirsty. I could not quench my thirst. It didn't matter how much water I drank. It wow. was like, I felt like I was waking up in the Sahara desert and I had not had water for days. Wow. Just, my tongue stuck to the roof of my mouth. My eyeballs stuck to my eyelids. And it's like, I'm trying to peel them off in the morning and telling my husband to come over and bring water so that I could just get my eyelids peeled from my eyes. And I'm like, this is no way to live. And there has to be an answer. But whenever I would get my blood work back or any type of pathology, it was like coming back normal. Mm. And so that felt very discouraging for me because when the doctor's telling you that you're normal, but you don't feel good, right. or something, this huge limitation, right? then you go, okay, well now what, what do I do? So that was when I really started to go back to my roots and like, no, no is not an answer for me. We're going to figure yeah. this out. Well, it didn't just end up affecting me. It affected my pregnancy. I had to deliver at 35 weeks because my amniotic fluid was was really, really low. Wow. So I delivered and she was super healthy. She came out great. But I still had the issue with the dehydration. So what I started to notice is when I would drink mountain spring water, any type of natural spring water, I would be satiated longer. When I would drink any type of filtered water, it felt like it was dehydrating me more. Really? And I was thirstier. And so then it, I thought to myself, okay, water isn't just water. We're not, we're not dealing with just H2O, whatever they, you know, they simplify it. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. There's, there's so much more to this. The structure of it, the physics of it, the, the minerals, the, the chemistry, everything that's in water, the bioenergetics of it, the information, yeah. this all matters. Yeah. And I had never been taught that. Most of us are taught we drink eight glasses of water yeah. a day. And, and that's and, it. And, and most people in the health space, it's like drink half your body weight in ounces of water. Like that's as high as it gets. Yeah. You know, there is the pH balance, but I just feel like there's not a ton of education on it. Because now that you're saying this, I'm like, well, I do drink filtered water, and but I do still feel very dehydrated yeah. at times. Well, that's what we're told. Drink clean water, yeah. right? Yeah. You need clean water. And right. the water that's coming from the municipal water supply is contaminated, so we need to filter it. I mean, right. you're doing what you're told to do. Yeah. But that's not the full story. Mm. So I think it's a lot of things when in life is like there's the truth, and then there's like these these fractals, like these different parts of the truth. Like it's not just all the whole truth. Right. So yeah, we want clean water, but we want so much more than that. And we need so much more than that. Oh my gosh. So you went on this mission. You started to get educated. You started to become hydrated, <laughs> yes. right? Well, it's interesting. The first mission I went on was at the top of a inactive volcano called Agua. And on that trip, I got to meet the children in this village that people were dying daily. We would we would go to a funeral in the village every day. And I asked 
why are the why are people dying? And they said, because the water's contaminated. And I remember my heart just being like, what? Like, right. I just opened up the tap at home and I drink water and I used to drink tap water as a little girl. And Okay, well, water's water. What, what right. do you mean it's dirty? Right. And so that opened my eyes to realizing not everyone has access to clean mm. drinking water. Mm-hmm. And I also found out on that trip that these people in this village had to walk almost like, I don't even know how many miles it was every day just to get their water. Yes. Yeah. And then they would have to boil the water and the water that they got was to wash their clothes, to take a shower, to cook with, to drink. And it made me realize how blessed I am to be able to open up my tap or turn on my faucet or get in the shower and just let the water pour over me. And it gave me a new appreciation for it. Mm, So it opened my eyes up to it, but then I forgot about that. Right. And it's crazy how these seeds are planted by divine in our life. Right. Truly. Nothing is by accident. Nothing is by accident. Everything was coming together to be exactly what it was supposed to be. I mean, I think it's just crazy that my first trip was on a Agua, that's where yeah, I went, you know? That's so cool. But I thought in my head, I'm going to come back here someday and I want to make sure that everyone has access to clean drinking water here because this just isn't fair. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, another thing that's just really big on my heart. Wow, so cool. I've done work in Uganda, in Africa, and I was with the little girls when they took me to go get the water. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, where are we going? Are we there yet? <laughs> I mean, I remember this long road yeah. and it's like they have the jugs and they're like five years old, six years old. And we're getting the jugs and we go to the water and I was like, wait, like you can see all the muck yeah. and all the dirt. And I, I just, I mean, I, I truly believe everyone should go to a third world country yeah. and just like experience this. Cause mm-hmm. it's, it's just like, wow, the, you really have a new level of appreciation yeah. for sure. So, okay. So you, so you get in, so you do the pregnancy, you, you get into hydration, like then where, like, how did you keep evolving in the health space? Like, and I want to know things like, are you vegan? Like, (laughs) how do you eat? You know, because you are like, you glow. Mm, Thank you. You glow and you know so much about nutrition and yes, hydrate. And I want to learn. And I know everyone's like, well, tell me what water to drink. (laughs) I know what people are thinking right now. They're like, can she tell me what water to drink? So let's start there. Okay. So if someone's listening and they're like, dude, I try to drink water. I got my big flask and I'm doing it. Like, you know, get to these ounces. Like what how how does one know? Like if I go to Whole Foods, if I go to a basic grocery store, is there water there that's decent that <laughs> Tracy approves of? So it's interesting because that's the question I get every single day, the same question, a, a photo. It's usually a photo of someone at the grocery store and they'll snap it or send it on Instagram to me like, hey, what uh, water should I be drinking? Which one should I pick? And so this, the simple answer is, in nature, nature is intelligent. There's this divine intelligence, right? That created us, that created this earth. And in nature, water moves. There's movement. Mm. There's this, there's vortices. It's vortexing. It's spinning and these left and right spins. And it's picking up minerals. It's, it's moving through the rocks. And it's also getting cleansed and it's getting the light energy from the sun and the information from the moon at night. And there's so much happening in there. And it's all things that we don't even think about. But then we take water and we say, we get this water from this municipal water system and we go, oh my gosh, it it has things in it that we don't want, caustic, toxic uh, chemistry, but also information in it because water holds information. And so we want to filter it. And a lot of people will use filtration, like a carbon filter on their refrigerator or like a Brita filter or some sort of um, reverse osmosis filter. Right. And I say carbon filters are pretty good because they will filter a lot of the the chemistry that we don't want, but not everything. It's not fully comprehensive. Mm. And so you've got that, but then also I think a reverse osmosis system is much more comprehensive. The membranes in that are more comprehensive. One of my dear friends, Robert Slovak, was 
the man that actually brought reverse osmosis into our homes. Wow. And he's a mentor of mine. And and he will say that, you know, reverse osmosis is, is very comprehensive. It'll clean the chemistry, but there's problems with it. One of the problems, well, let's talk about a couple. One of them is that it has a holding tank. And most of the time that holding tank has three to five gallons that it can hold. Uh-huh. Do you use all that three to five gallons in one day? No. Most people don't. So then you've always got a little bit of water in there that's sitting there. How many years has that water been sitting in a dark, moist space? So uh, that's a microbiologist nightmare right there. Right. And especially if you have children that have any autoimmune condition or anything where they're compromised, mm. this is a no-no. We don't want this yeah. in the water. So that's a problem. But there are new reverse osmosis systems that do not have a holding tank that okay. just make it on demand, which okay. is nice. Yeah. But what's happening is we're breaking down the water. And that's okay. We can break the water down, but to build it back up. So mm. we're breaking it down and, and people like to call it dead water because okay. there isn't any coherence to the water. We want water to be a crystalline structure. The water in our body is crystalline structure. Okay. We are made of 99% water molecules. Why are we not a puddle of water on the floor? Because these molecules, this water is being structured. Every hydrophilic surface in our body is taking that H2O, these molecules in there, it's structuring it. Wow. Okay. And that structure is like our bones are crystalline structure. Our body is this crystalline structure that holds this information. That's why, why do we have crystals in our house? Because they have information, like an antenna, they're sending and receiving information. The water in our body is doing that as well. Mm. And that's why it's so important not just to look at the chemistry of the water, but we want to look at the physics, the the structure of the water. We want to look at the information that's held in that structure. Gerald Pollack, I just spent time with him at the World Water Conference a couple weeks ago, and he was the one that discovered the fourth phase of water. So we think of water as having like vapor, liquid, and solid. But he realized that there's a fourth phase, which is the gel like liquid struck or the structure that's kind of like a gel like and that's what's in our cells and inside of our body and it's it's kind of formed in like these hexagonal sheets kind of like if you think of a honeycomb yeah yeah nature is so intelligent and it's so efficient and the hexagon can hold the most information or the most for for bees the most honey and so it's it's got these hexagonal sheets and inside of that there's this information being held so the words we say, the thoughts we think, the yeah. energies around us are being imprinted because water is so susceptible. It's sending and receiving information all yeah. of the time. Wow. So when we're looking at water and we're sending it through these membranes, we're breaking apart any coherence that was in the water. And now it's this dissonant, incoherent water that a lot of people call dead water. Okay. So now it doesn't have any minerals. All the bad stuff's taken out. All the minerals are taken out and all of the coherence is taken out. So when you're drinking it, your body has to do a lot of work to structure that water inside now and bring some sort of coherence to it. Which is crazy because one would think, oh, I'm drinking water. But, you know, if it's not properly put together, if you don't get the proper one, it's like your body's actually having to go to work on it. It's got to do a lot more work. Yeah. That's crazy. And if you're someone that has any condition where you're really needing to utilize your energy to heal, we want to be drinking structured water so our body can use that energy for something else or great skin, great hair. So structured water, where does one get that? Do do we need the, the system in the house? So How nature much? makes structured water. Okay. It's naturally made in nature because it has those natural minerals and it's it, the sunlight energy and the vortexing. This is structuring yes. the water. Yeah. And so most spring water, not all, but most spring water is structured. Okay. So you can just be really like, if you're going to go to the grocery store and I say, okay, you don't want to think about any of the things I just said. It's too complex. <laughs> If you can take anything away, stay away from the filtered tap water. Filtered is another word for tap, okay? And wow. there really okay. isn't any type of way of knowing if it's even been filtered. It might just be tap water that they're selling you. I don't know. Okay. So, but we do know it's incoherent and it's something that we don't want. So I would just say look for a natural spring water from a natural source. Okay. 
and then start testing the water because your body is so intelligent and knows what minerals you need. It knows the information in this water that your body resonates with. There's a resonance happening in there. So when you're drinking the water, let's not just gulp it down, put it in your mouth, feel it, taste it, yeah. experience it. Let your body tell you how it feels. Mm. And also as you're having this moment, have this gratitude for the water inside of you because it's sending a message to that water that's also healing and yeah. this living water for oh your body. Gosh. Yes, I love it. That's so beautiful. So good. How much water should one drink in a day? Like, are you like, you need this much? I know people, I'm thirsty just talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here like, literally, I'm so excited to drink more water. But what do you recommend? So... That's a question that a lot of people ask as well. How much water? And I really don't think there's a hard and fast rule. Every day it changes. So did you go in the sauna today? Did you go for a workout? Were you in the hot sun hiking? You did you sit around all day and watch Netflix? I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I cannot tell you that. And I think that it wouldn't be prudent to just tell somebody how much they okay. should have. There are kind of like some guidelines where people say, oh, drink half your body weight. I don't know. That doesn't work for me personally. I, I need at least three liters. If I have anything less than three liters, I go to bed parched. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, I'm so thirsty. Yeah. And you can tell certain things like, well, I'll even look at my fingertips and the, you know, if they're not just full and plump, they can get a little wrinkly right. and I'll be like, right. okay, I need some more. I'm getting dehydrated. Yeah. And it's not just the water that we're drinking that hydrates us. We want to hydrate ourselves with structured water from fruits and vegetables. If you mm. look at, like, for example, a watermelon, I mean, it's mostly water. Yeah. But those cells, that that watermelon did all the work for you to structure the water wow. inside those yeah, cells. Yeah. So the cells and all of those botanicals and those fruits and those vegetables is already structured. Mm. It's fill, filled with light energy, information. So when I'm eating that, I'm going to find more hydration in that than just drinking water alone. Mm. An apple and a glass of water is more hydrating than two glasses of water. Okay. So we want to think about just becoming more aware. When I eat crackers or bread, I know I'm going to need to eat more water because there's a deficit. Now this okay. has gone in and my body's got to use a lot of its water to hydrate inside of my gut to process this. So just being in tune with in your tune. body, I say that's a, a better answer for me to give than how much. Just really mm -hmm. starting to listen to the divine creation that you are. Yeah, absolutely. I know when I'm drinking more, I feel like my digestion's better. Yeah. I have more energy. My, my skin glows so much more. Absolutely. And yeah. that's why I love juices. Like every morning, yeah. I wake up and I have a special thing that I do. So I decoct lemon. So a lot of people squeeze lemon juice in their water. Okay, you're yeah. getting something nice there. You know, it's very alkalizing. But why not take the whole lemon, the, the peel, the pith, the actual juice, everything. I cut up it into four quarters, put it in some water, like 24 ounces, mm -hmm. and then I'll bring it to a boil and simmer it for 45 minutes. Okay. And then I take that water with the decocted lemon, I put it in a blender with a little bit of honey and sea salt. This is the Yum. most incredible thing in the morning. It's great for my liver, for detoxification, for hormone balance, for hydration. And I have this recipe in my book, um, but I just feel like it's an upgraded way to get the lemon juice and it becomes yeah. so creamy and frothy. Yeah. And it's just this sounds so, so good. So you have this in the morning. I have that in the morning. And then the next thing I'll do uh, 20 minutes to a half an hour later is I will make a green juice because all that light energy and that structured water is in the fruits and vegetables. And I usually do celery juice. I love celery juice. Mm -hmm. It helps my gut build a lot of hydrochloric acid in it. Um, and so I'll do the celery juice, wait a half an hour for digestion to kick in. And then I'll usually have a really good bowel movement after that. Yeah, No, <laughs> I love so it. It's so important. It's so important and game changer. I like for me, cause I've struggled with that for yeah. so long. Like it's and everyone that knows that's watching or listening to this right now. Like it's a major, major win when you start going to the bathroom normally when you don't. 
It is. And we don't like to talk about it because it's not sexy. It's like, oh, nobody wants to hear about that. But I do talk about it because that was one of the things that was a big part of my health journey, my struggle. I started to have complicated migraines in college. I actually had to take a whole semester off of college, which knowing how driven I was, that wasn't like because it was I was so sick. I was passing out to be walking to school and just fall over because my my migraines were so bad. And none of the doctors could figure out what it was. Well, it comes to find out I was very constipated because of my traveling overseas into all these foreign countries. And I had got picked up something maybe from the water. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But I wasn't eliminating properly. So my elimination pathways weren't there. I wasn't sweating. I would notice like I would always be so proud of the fact that I was the girl that would go to the gym and not have a bead of sweat, you know, like, yeah. No, that's not what we want. We want our clothes to be dripping. You know, it's like this is a detoxification pathway. So my detoxification pathways were really backed up. My lymphatic system, my bowels, I wasn't sweating. And this was leading me to be extremely toxic. And I was so young. And I was the girl that was working out, doing the kale juices, eating healthy, all the things. But I felt like crap. Mm. And I couldn't figure out what it was because I thought, gosh, my lifestyle is so great. Right. But I wasn't pooping. Yeah. And I I talk about it because I just think that a lot of people don't talk about it enough. So a lot of people don't know what's normal or what's healthy. It's so true. So do you think the game changer was the water aspect? A big part. I was very dehydrated and my whole system was just super impacted because I was dehydrated. Mm. Wow. So if I was at your house... Which is so <laughs> Which cute. you will be saying. Yes, I am excited. <laughs> like, I love when you show on your Instagram, because I, I just love learning when you show your cabinet and your fridge and all that stuff. But like, so we've got, we've got the juicy you've just talked about with celery. Like, what else is in Tracy's fridge? Like, oh, I want to know what homegirl is drinking, eating over here, because you are glowing. She told us her age. It's just amazing. Like I'm 101. You've, you've done this naturally. <laughs> yeah. Like what is, what do you snack on? Do you intermittent fast? What's your beliefs on that? Okay. So I'm the kind of gal that I'm just so passionate. I'm a Scorpio. When I go in on something, it's like all in, right? So I was one of those people that did the raw food, vegan, raw vegan for three years yeah. and just so extreme, you yeah. know, only eating out of my garden. Yeah. No one wanted to eat with me. I was the girl that's like, oh my God, this, she's so annoying. Over the top. Um, over the top. Yeah. Did the carnivore, did the yes. whatever bore, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, I did it. Um, and okay. I noticed like, it's, I think it's good to try different things because you can see what resonates with your body. Totally. There's different seasons in your life. There's different seasons in the planet. And so we, we can just see what resonates. But what I found is that you find what resonates with you, but also you got to let loose a little bit because Mm. when your thoughts are anxious, which my thoughts were anxious, then you're eating, it shuts down digestion. So true. I used to be afraid of food because I would break out no matter what I ate, I would break out Uh just, Oh my gosh, I wake up and I'd have a crater on my face. And I couldn't figure out what it was. And I kept thinking it was something I was eating. And so it made me very scared of food. Uh, So then it was always like, oh, I can't eat this. Or I'm trying to stay away from that. Mm. But once, (laughs) and this kind of is part of the story is that the transformation in my life was I'm having all these health issues and super sick. And, and one day I woke up and I was having these issues with my eye and I was 24 and I went to the doctor and, and the doctor's face turned sheet white. I mean, like you need to go to the emergency right away and have an wow. MRI because he saw like blood and aneurysms in the back of my eye and they thought it was a big brain tumor that was causing it. So it was like I think it was Christmas Eve or the day before Christmas Eve, and they had to get me into this neurologist, an emergency, and have an MRI. And come to find out, it wasn't a brain tumor, but I didn't go get the MRI for a week because I was scared. I had two little girls at home that were tiny babies, and I was terrified that I was going to die. And I didn't want to face my own mortality. And during that week, it really helped me realize, like, 
I'm not seeing what I need to see here. I know that there's something happening to my eye because there's something that I'm supposed to see that I don't want to see. Oh, wow. And it was just, there was a, a situation in my life that was very, very toxic. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I didn't want to accept it. And I realized that every morning I was waking up with anxiety. My thoughts were crippling, but I wasn't aware of those thoughts. We don't have awareness often because we just get out of bed. We go. You're so right. We're so like, I got to do this, have my coffee, then you go, go to the gym to numb out because we can't feel the truth. And so I forced myself to sit back and just become aware of what are my thoughts? Yeah. And they were these crippling thoughts of fear. And I said, all right, I've got to change my thoughts. I have this opportunity. And so I just, when I would wake up, I forced myself. Once we have this awareness, that's when we can change. Yeah. And it was stopping and slowing down so I could get that awareness. And when I did, I said, I get to change this. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to start having gratitude for all of the things in my life. So I'd wake up and I would be like, God, thank you for this warm bed. I'm not on the streets. I have legs. I can get up and go to the bathroom. I have eyes to see the sunlight coming through the window. Yes. You know, it doesn't matter what's happening in our life. There's always something we can be grateful for. That's right. And I will tell you, Emily, that's where the transmutation happened in my life. That simple act of shifting my thoughts changed my health. And it took all those green juices and all that healthy stuff that I was doing and it started to work for me. Because I think my cells were locked in this left spin where all of the nutrition wasn't able to get in and the toxins weren't able to get out. And I had to shift that. And it was the body of water that I am when I start to speak life over it, it started to come alive. Wow. And when I saw this change, I'm such a science-minded person that I was blown away. And I said, I have to go back to school. And I went into a PhD program that was more focused on quantum physics because I wanted to understand the unseen. Yes. It's like there's something happening here with this body of water that I am that I can't see, but I know changed. Right. And so in, in my research study, I had 50 participants that we studied their immune system, biomarkers in their immune system, and how it was impacted by the words they were saying. And every single person in my study's life was upgraded and their biomarkers significantly improved by changing the words and having more awareness of them. The power of your tongue. Yes. What you speak over your life, what you speak to yourself, even subconsciously. Yeah. I have the chills. And I love that you just said even this unconscious. Yeah. Because a lot of times we have this recorder going on in our brain that we are not aware of. Yeah. We think, oh, I'm positive. There's such this trend of like uh, toxic gratitude. Right. I'm so grateful. Grateful for what? Right. Like, are we really? And and it's good. And we're taught that, right? But also just like the water, it's part of the story. Yes. Be grateful. Yeah. But how do we embody that gratitude? How do we make it really integrated into Mm -hmm. our system, Mm -hmm. into our cellular matrix? So good. And so this is the power. And I started to really start to dive into Mm -hmm. water because when I realized that our bodies are made of 99% water molecules, and that crystalline structure is sending and receiving information all of the time. Mm. And I experienced that information that I was sending to this body of water and how it transformed. And I came alive. My retreat is literally called Come Alive. I, this is People so come good. for three days because I'm like, I want everyone to know that there is hope and they can come alive. And it doesn't need to be expensive. It doesn't need to be difficult. Mm-hmm. It's just understanding some of the things that maybe we have not been educated on yet. Right. So powerful. I I, I want to back it up one minute. So like when you had this pivotal defining moment, call it getting real with yourself, finally slowing down to speed up. You know, I think so many people can relate and I've done this in my own life. Numb, 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 push it down, push it down, push it down. And then it manifests in the body. Yep. Was it just like, did you have like a come to Jesus moment where you're like, I got to change. I got to face the music. I got to get real. And then I think everyone's wondering, because they can probably relate, it's like, what does that look like for Tracy? Like, how do you continue that process? Like, do you have a new practice when you wake up in the morning? Do you have a, do you go to a different place of worship? Like, what does it even look like? 
I think for everyone, it's it's going to be different. But for me, this is going to sound really strange, but I read this book um, and I might botch the name of it, but it's like um, Choose Love or Fear. Choose Love Over Fear. I got to find the name. Yeah, we'll it. find it and we'll link it. We'll find the name. But um, I can't believe I can't remember the name right now because I'm on the spot, but I read it three times. Because the concept is so simple that in every moment, like we're sitting here right now and I could have had the fear to talk about my poop. But instead, (laughs) I said, I'm going to choose love and people need to hear this message. That's right. right? Oh, man. So that's it. We get to choose love or fear. What's the fear that's that's crippling me? And I think that was my more transmutation moment was when I decided to look at everything Mm. from the point of, is this, am I choosing love or am I choosing fear right now? Right. Because love is always going to choose the higher. Yeah. And the higher frequencies yes. always can penetrate the lower, but the Ooh. lower frequencies cannot penetrate the higher. So when I choose that higher frequency of love, nothing can overcome yeah. me. And I truly believe that love is of God, that yeah. our divine creator, and we get to resonate with that frequency of divine. And then we're on that level, on working, that level. co-creating with our divine, right? As you're talking about it, I can literally feel, <laughs> I can like see the energy because I always talk about frequency and yeah. love is the highest frequency, gratitude. It's that upward spiral. And we feel it. We're yeah. in this space and we feel yeah. it. And I know when I'm choosing love, oh, I feel so good in my body. And it's like, why would I want to feel bad? Well, we get addicted to bad feelings too. I've realized this, that that fear, that's sending all these like neurochemicals and all of these different biochemicals into your bloodstream that we can become addicted to. Yeah, Adrenaline and all of these things where we're like, I don't necessarily, people would think, oh, I don't want to feel bad, but kind of sometimes we get addicted to that. Yeah, for sure. The the victim mentality or like, why did this happen to me or getting angry? And that can feel really good sometimes. Yeah. But when I start to choose the, the love and, and love isn't always like, it's being honest too. Yeah. Like I'm upset. This yeah. upset me, but I can be upset in love. Yeah. I can have so anger good. in a loving way. Yeah. I can express these emotions, but I can also choose how I'm going to do it. So good. And is it going to be for the elevation of myself and others and to bring unity or is it to destroy and tear someone down mm. because there's a difference? Mm. Wow. That is so good. That is like God's love. Like seriously, so beautiful. I want to know hydrate. I'm so excited to read your new book. <laughs> like, what is this about? Why should we have this at home? Well, so hydrate, the book was inspired by the nine pillars of health that I advocate. So like I said, health, I want to give people hope and health does not need to be difficult. It's just knowing the information that maybe we haven't been taught the whole story. And so these nine pillars are very simple. It's like, what kind of water to drink? nutrition, take your shoes off every day and ground to the earth Mm. so you can get those free electrons and charge the water battery that we are. Because this water battery needs to be charged. You wouldn't go to bed at night and not charge your cell phone. Well, I do. I'm actually notorious for that. um, (laughs) Because I'm so busy charging these cells. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I love it. I think that we forget that the earth has this amazing field that wants to charge us and and the sun waking up in the morning and watching the sun rise and watching the sun set, we're getting mm. all of that information and that nutrition into our cells, into our body. Our, our skin has these receptor sites on it that's picking up all this information yeah. that we need. Right. When we're under these toxic, non-native blue lights all day, this is toxic. This is like eating fast food. It is. These lights are fast food energy. Yeah that are being fed to my cells. So I need to go out and eat some organic, biodynamic, healthy, upgraded oh, girl. nutrition by talk going outside, me. right? Yes. This is, yeah. <laughs> so those kind of things, that's what I talk about. The nine pillars is like just simple things that mm. every single person can do, but just how to do it and kind of breaking it down and then make it really playful. The book is really my style. It's like, how to play, how to throw yeah. a party. I have recipes in there, like the, the foods that I eat oh, every I'm day. I'm excited for the recipes. The elixirs, they're I, all Okay, in there. yes, I'm so excited for that. You do have a very playful spirit. Thank it's you. very, very high frequency. It's like, that's that's what I really, I really admire this about you. You're a badass businesswoman. You're extremely intelligent. 
but there's a lightness mm. and love about you. It's so good. Have you always been that way? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think sometimes we're just born a certain way, right? I mean, yeah. I've always been that way, but I think that light got quenched for a while because we we think we need to show up a certain way to fit into societal mm. norms or the way society mm. tells us we need to be. That's right. And when we choose love, we get to break free and be our most authentic self. And I think we mm. all are born with gifts. Mm. We all have gifts. And when we choose to let go of the fear and say, I want to use my gifts to love myself mm. and love others. One of the things I talk about in the book is the first thing I do when I wake up is I ask divine, I pray and I say, God, sing a song of love over me so um. that every cell in my body is vibrating to the frequency of love. And let me go out into the world today. I have a to-do list of things I need to do, but get in my way. Interrupt me. If there's something that is more important, because I think I know what my path is, but I know that you know better. And so I invite you into my day. I really believe we have to invite the spirit of the living God um, into I our agree. day, into those moments. I, I say, agree. come into my day, be a part of it. Like the conversations, if I have to get on the phone with, you know, someone at the, the cable company or whatever, I... I want it to be like, this isn't just a waste of time. Right. There is a purpose behind everything. And at the end of the day, I can see God's hand mm. in my day. When I don't pray that, I go to bed feeling unaccomplished, like scattered, scattered like yeah. my list, you know, I yeah. missed this, missed that. But when I pray that, I notice I could get one thing checked off my list, but it feels like the most accomplished day ever. Yeah. And I had this like poignant meeting or the, the thing that happened that day was like, yes, this is, this is like a hundred times more powerful than checking off my whole list. So beautiful. If there's a flow. Yeah. A flow. And in a sense you know. of accomplishment. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Yeah. I always say, God, you know, speak to me and through me yeah. and use me. Yeah, like yeah. just let's serve because when we serve, we're at the highest frequency and it's just such a beautiful thing. We want to be a conduit for yeah. that love, you know, let, yeah. let it flow through us. Yes. Amen. It's flowing through you, girl. It's flowing <laughs> through you like everything you do. What do you think, um, you know, the show is called It Factor. Yeah. You kind of touched on it a little bit. What do you think your It Factor is and how have you stepped into that? Because I'm sitting with a very beautiful, confident woman. And so many people pray to be as confident as you are. Yeah. When did you discover that? Oh, wow. I think that every day it's being cultivated and I'm shedding off the old and bringing in the new and it's still a, a it's still an adventure. You know, it's like, mm. And I, I think just noticing myself when I get triggered or there's these activations in my emotions. And instead of looking at outside of me, I found the the most exciting things to look inside and get curious. No shame. Yeah. No judgment on myself. But, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Tracy, why is this coming up for you? Yeah. Like, whoa, that was a strong emotion that that brought up. That person said that thing. and. Is it an insecurity? What is it? How can I move through this? Because mm. energy cannot be created or destroyed, only transmuted. And when mm. I feel this strong emotion of this activation, that's energy. Yeah. And I get to choose if I want to transmute it. So yes, I have my insecurity. They'll look in the mirror. I'm like, oh, I don't like this or that. And, but I have to catch myself and go, no, wait a minute. That's energy that I'm sending to my cells. That's information. I get to be grateful for how God made me exactly the way I am. And if someone else doesn't like it, guess what? We don't see the world as we are, as it is. We see the world as we are. Yeah. Right. So that's about them. That's not about so me. Good. Yeah. So I get to choose the beauty, but I really don't know that the it factor I would say maybe is, is the playfulness. People yeah. come to my house. I've got trampolines. I've got toys. Like it's an act full, full health activation place. And I think my factor is just bringing people that maybe feel sad or they don't have any hope or they don't even know how to play. And they come into my space and they're like, I see them come alive. So cool. And that's so exciting for me. Yeah, that's beautiful. So you have the sanctuary in San Diego. You have these three-day retreats. Can you expand on that a little bit? Yeah, so it's it's a 
not a cheap retreat. It's quite expensive, but it's something that people come to and they spend three days with me and my team. And it, it needs to be vetted. It's like, we're going to ask you questions because I want to make sure it's a good fit. Yeah. Because there's other things that I can do to help people like my book and my podcast and my Instagram. I'm giving free information. Right. But this is to come actually work in my space. And with that, we get all of your blood tests, your pathology. And then we do a bioenergetic scan and we figure out what's happening in your cells, pre-pathology, the patterns okay. that are in your morphogenetic field. And so when we can see patterns, that really helps us to know what's actually uh, coming into your physical manifestation before it does. And this is true preventative medicine. Wow. Energy medicine is the way to go, right. I truly believe, because yeah. our morphogenetic field is what's the blueprint for building our physical manifestation. And if there's any dissonance in that, then we're going to have unhealthy mm -hmm. cells and our epigenetic potential isn't as on point as it could be. So we, we just look into all of that and then we create a program for you. Sound space, you know, we create um, whatever's happening. We have people that have cancer or MS or high level athletes, celebrities, it, all for different reasons that yep. they're coming. Some people yep. just want to really look good on camera. Like, yeah. hey, I've got a movie coming up and I need to be right. top of my game. Other people are fighting for their life. So it's going to look different for everybody, but it's not the type of retreat that you come to and just going to get some massages. Yeah. There's some, you know, quiet voice. Do some colonics. Do some colonics. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, we're going to get deep into what's going it. on with you. And I want to know everything. Like, what are your goals? What are your dreams? What do you want? And how can we upgrade that? Mm. But we work from where you're at. But the tools that we have, I feel, are very advanced. And that's what I feel really proud of. Mm. And it's like things that you're not going to find anywhere else. Yeah, that's so great. This is such an investment in your health. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I think your health is the greatest thing you could ever invest in. Health is wealth. Yeah, that's right. What is, like, if some people might be asking, what's dissonance mean? So you can think about music. There's, there's dissonant music and coherent music. Okay. Right? And um, coherence, like, let's just say, for example, we had two pianos next to each other and I played the C note on one and the two grand pianos, the other, the other would vibrate at the same frequency and we have okay. this coherence. Then you bring in distance or the C and the G. It's bringing in this balance yeah. and this coherence. We want this in our body. We want all of the frequencies and all of our organs and cells to be humming like a symphony. Oh, so beautiful. Working together. Yeah. But you bring in something like some negative thoughts that's bringing dissonance into it it's like throwing you know this a dissonant chord into the song where you're gonna hear it and you're like oh it's off something's off it triggers yeah. it's off yeah it's, it doesn't sound good mm -hmm. and so right away you're, you're gonna know that so in in the body we have that where there is the sound space i don't know if you've had gone to like a crystal where they play these crystal bowls yeah. and sound baths sound baths yeah. and it's just you hear this coherence sometimes they'll bring dissonance into the field they'll actually use different bowls that are dissonant mm -hmm. and there can be a time and place for that to like break up things inside the body just yep. to cause this shake up but ultimately we want to bring in coherence into the body into the sound space you can use uh aluminum tuning forks too just like you tune a piano and the piano's out of tune or the guitar is out of yeah. tune and you use those tuning forks. And when, when it's in tune, you're going to see the tuning fork and you're going to hear it. It's going to be humming. But when there's dissonance, it's different. You know, the tuning fork tells us. Right. And so that's out of tune. The frequency is off. So we want to tune it. And that's the same thing with our body because our morphogenetic field is a sound space. The sound mm. is uh, before the light. And this is so cool. In the Bible, when we hear about how God created the earth in seven days, what did he start with? His breath. Yeah. The voice. The sound. And separated the light from the dark. That sound is what created life. 
Yeah. So we get the sound and then we get the light that comes in, Beautiful. separated from the darkness. And then all other creation came from that. So why not look at the sound, the voice, the the field around us? Mm. And that's why they say these these subtle energies, they're subtle. I think they're not so subtle. I think they're the most important thing. If you had to take away everything in my life, my supplements, all the things that I do and just give me tuning forks, I would take those. Wow. Wow. That, that This is so next level. Like I talk about frequency. I literally like, how do you live a high frequency life? And I am so sensitive to it. Oh yeah. Once you understand it and you live a conscious life and you go to work each and every single day, you can, you really know like frequencies off, yeah. dissonance, something is like, I got to get this off me. I'm casting out, out of me. Like, it's just. I say I rebuke that. People I re- cast yes. spells on us. Yeah, People that's good. People say things rebuke. over your body. That's why they call it spelling words. It's literally a spell that someone is putting on you. And when somebody says something that I don't want in my field, I say, I rebuke that. I rebuke that. <laughs> I rebuke that. My kids now say that. <laughs> They're like, I rebuke that. That's so, it's so powerful. Good. Like, I'm not accepting that. Get that out of my field. Tracy, that's so good. Ugh. You're such a light. Oh my gosh. What's your, what's your mission? Like what right now today, what's driving you? Well, I I think just kind of like what we had talked about before, what's driving me is I literally wake up every day and I don't know exactly where God's taking me. I have ideas, but the big thing is I just say, let me lead with love. Mm. Cause that's what, I don't know. If we don't have love in our lives, we have nothing. Right. And it sounds so simple, But I think if we go every day choosing love, and the way I want to love right now is to really help optimize people's lives and give them hope. Mm. Because if we're made of 99% water molecules, I'm like, let's look at these molecules and let's see how we can upgrade them. And I feel like just giving people the education and the tools that they need, then they can go out and do it themselves and they feel empowered. Yes. So, so good. And when you do everything in love, it's like, life is like a ping pong. Like it's going to come back to you. Oh yeah. And it is. And it, and you can totally tell that you're living in that space. Where can people connect with you? I think I'm really active on Instagram. So my name, Tracy Dews is my handle, or you can go to my website. If you want to pre-order my book, it's available for pre-order and that's tracydews.com. So T-R-A-C-Y-D-U-H-S. And those would be the best ways. And I love to connect with my hydrate community. So if you have any questions, I'm here to answer them or someone from my team will, and we want to be here to support. Awesome. Yeah. What I, what I want to do when we launch this episode is let's upgrade our water and take Tracy and tell her what we're learning. Yeah. I would love to hear that. Yeah. And then when the book comes, I want to see your photos. The same thing when her book comes, take her, let's share it. You have so much wisdom, so much to share, and you're doing such a great job impacting the world. So thank you for being here and thank you for being my friend. I'm really appreciative. Oh, thank you, Emily. I'm so blessed.